Welcome back, guys. It's just a podcast with your girl Star here. And Anik. Hi, guys. Episode 35. Yes, yes, yes. First of all, wait, when you had uploaded the thing, you put episode 33 and had to change it to 34. Oh, I did? Oops, my bad. I was like, oh, that baby must love episode 33. What was episode 33 again? Protect your neck. Protect your neck. Oops. It's funny because yesterday I realized I did that because I was in my notes and then I went to go change it and I saw that it said episode 34. So I was like, wait, so did I correct it? But now that you said, yeah, now that you said that. Because at first I was like, wait, am I bugging right now? Oops. Oops. Anywho. How was your week? Weekend. My week was fun. My week was fun. Nothing extravagant. Nothing crazy. Yeah. How was yours? Um, my week was fine. I mean, school a little stressful, dumb shit. Um, on professionalism that's going on there. But um, yeah, I'm out of school for two weeks because um, somebody was exposed to COVID and they had a positive case. So I went and got tested, y'all. I'm negative. All right, <laughs> negative. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it just sucks because my graduation date is going to be pushed back two weeks, but you know, other than that, my weekend was fine. I did bridal makeup for the first time. So that was fun to do. Um, and kind of just use some of the skills that I learned in class. So it was cool. It was cool. All right. No complaints here. I guess uh, you could start it off because you're the one that was like, next episode, we're going to be talking about Meghan and Harry. Well, I mean, I wanted to talk about like some things about it. I mean, by the time this episode comes out, it's going to be old news, but... That shit is real. I mean, it is old, but... I mean, obviously, we all know that the royal family is... Like, we already know their history, so we're not surprised by some of the things that they said or their actions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel for Megan, like, going through that stuff because, you know, I, I've i been reading, like, a lot of people saying, like, why didn't you Google the family? I don't know if she didn't want to Google because maybe she didn't want to come off as, like, a quote-unquote groupie, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, because I think she had mentioned that um, when she didn't Google... I forgot what it was that she said, but, like, the family was impressed that she didn't really know much about them, in a sense. Like, I got to remember, I got to look back at the interview. Maybe I'm using the wrong word, but, like, it was something... I guess so, like, surprise. But, I mean, I'll find that clip or whatever. Um, So, I don't know if that was the reason why she didn't do it, to make it seem like... I don't know. But, for me, I'm Googling... That's why I agree with Amanda Sills. Niggas that I'm meeting, I'm on your Instagram. I'm seeing who your friends are. I'm looking at your comments. It's not to be, like, a stalk or nothing, but that's the only way that I would get to know, like, some of you because you could be telling me one thing, but then you could be living a whole different life. So, and I'm just a regular degular schmegler girl, you know? So, you mean to tell me you dating a prince and you ain't about to go look up his family or look up him or like you know and do your research come on now that's the only thing I didn't agree with her on but like her mental health stuff like that I was very um I don't know it bothered me I almost teared a little bit because I felt for her Mm -hmm. like you crying for help and it's like 
nobody cares. Yeah. And it's also a thing um, with a lot of people. I've seen a lot of people talking about, like, oh, mixed race and this and that. At the end of the day... Mixed race, like, in terms of what? Like, people were saying, like, oh, um, like, she, like... Like, pretty much people were saying how, like, mixed race, that some of them don't go through stuff like this if they look lighter. Like, shit like that. And at the end of the day, you could claim, oh, I'm biracial, I'm biracial, I'm biracial. Because people were saying that, too. Like, people who are biracial love to say they're biracial instead of just... I mean, you are biracial, but it's like they don't want to identify with either white or black. So it's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm biracial. I'm biracial. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some people in the comments was just like, at the end of the day, if you have any ounce of black in you, nobody's going to look at like white. A white person is not going to look at you as biracial. They're just going to look at you as black. And it's mm-hmm. the truth. I mean, it's we've seen it in history when slave masters was raping black women and they were having mixed race babies yeah those mixed race babies lived in the fucking house but they were still slaves they wasn't treated i mean they probably was treated a little bit better than the field slaves but they were still fucking slaves they were still getting whipped they were still getting treated like regular slaves you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. it's like they didn't care that they could pass for white you were black you're black that's Mm -hmm. that so so all those like biracial people out there, I hate to break it to you, but the white man don't see you as biracial. Mm-hmm. They don't see you as having any white in them in you. All they see you as as uh, as a black person. That's it. Mm-hmm. You're black mm-hmm. to them. So you know that's that's a word of advice for a lot of you biracial people that just be quick to be like, no, I'm biracial. I'm biracial. Like, no, you're black. It's funny because <laughs> I always like for a long time people who are biracial and obviously biracial doesn't necessarily mean, you know, just white and black. Yeah. Any race can procreate with another race and be biracial. That's biracial. Bi just means two. Yeah. But it's for some reason it's synonymous with just white and black. Like that's like the go to. Cause look, when it's a person of Asian descent who procreates with someone who is black, or Indian, people don't often say biracial, especially when it's black, they say Blasian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But they're biracial because they're two different races. That's what's, that's the point. Two races coming together to create, you know, another human being. But I always often wondered, you know, I mean, I've seen and read interviews on individuals who are biracial and, you know, they always talk about how on both ends of the spectrum, how it's really hard for them. Even Mariah Carey, she always talks about how growing up, like it was, you know, she was she's biracial and it was always, you know, the kids mocking her because she's black, then the white kids not accepting her. Like a lot of the times, you know, biracial kids, they literally are stuck in this limbo of, oh, if I like the black side more, then, you know, the white side is going to get mad or vice versa. But I often see like a lot of people who are biracial, specifically, you know, white and black, they always embrace the black side and proudly say like, I'm a black man, I'm a black woman. Yeah. Holly Berry, people forget she's biracial. Her yeah. mother's white. Alicia Keys, people forget she's biracial. Her mother's white. But they, and the list goes on and on and on and on and on. You know what I'm saying? So people... So for them, they always are proud to say that, you know, they're a black woman and they are, you know, they love their blackness, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just like, well, you I mean, we all know like white people don't really have 
well, that much of a culture, but it, I just, I always wonder, like, how does, like, your white family feel when you don't really, you know, acknowledge your quote-unquote whiteness, and you're just like, I'm proud to be black, I'm black, I'm black, I'm black, even though you are 50%, you know, which doesn't I mean, take away from anything. people proud to be white? And stuff yes. Like- I mean, I don't usually people, see that white from... People are always proud to be white. That's nothing new. But I usually see that from people that's like, like the white power kind of people that be um, so like, oh, whiteness yeah. is... Like, and it's just yeah, like, definitely in terms of that, yeah. they But they use it as like, you know, a racial charged, you know, saying. Yeah. But I think white people like being white because obviously there's so many quote-unquote benefits that come Oh, absolutely. But... Listen, Megan, and plus, and I think also, too, what ties into people who are biracial, like, if you don't grow up in a two-parent home and you grew up in a one-family home, a one-parent home, depending on who raises you also, that makes a difference on what race you're going to embrace more. There's biracial kids who grew up with their white side of the family, Mm -hmm. and people are like, you're black, and they don't really know their black side and mm. vice versa. So that also like plays into it. And obviously for Megan, she always promotes that she's a strong black woman because her mother raised her. Her mm. father's a deadbeat. She doesn't really like, you know, fuck with the side with that side of her father's family. So of course the woman who raised you, who is her complexion is way darker than yours. And she's obviously going to be more around her family yeah. and, you know, the black side. So of course you're going to embrace that more because that's all, you know, I don't know some, me, I'm like on the fence for people who are biracial. Cause I feel like they really do get the short end of the stick and you know, it's not their fault because they didn't say, Hey mom, Hey dad, fuck each other and create me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like just like us, did I ask to be black? You know what I'm saying? Did this person ask to be Asian or South Indian, Southeast Asian or Indian? Like, we really don't have a choice in that matter. You know, it's really a conscientious decision of when two people come together, just like when you date somebody outside your race, like, it is your duty and your obligation to be well-informed about that person's culture. Like, you don't just blindly date someone of the opposite race and go about the whole entire time just unaware like that is unacceptable and I feel like for Megan you know I do agree with the comments she didn't have to google but because you know that you can find anything on google but she could have done an in an in-depth research if you're first of all you're dating into the royal family that's mm-hmm. one first of all even if it wasn't the royal family I don't give a fuck if I was dating somebody that's in a that's a descendant of a dynasty from 30 centuries ago. I'm doing my motherfucking research. (laughs) I'm going to look into this family. I'm going to learn about the culture. And then on top of it, you're dating someone who's not American. So the British culture is completely different from the food to the language to every money, everything. It's a different lifestyle. It's a different culture altogether. Like you have to do your due diligence like you so for her on that end i think she wasn't wise in making that decision she went very naive yeah and it's like girl you too grown like you too grown you are too grown to be 
just walking around with, with your head cut off like, huh, I, I didn't know. I Like, sis, even Princess Diana knew what she was marrying into. And this is predating Google and whatever the fuck. Like, you, and she, this is her world. And you are an outsider. You have to do your due diligence. And that just goes for anybody. Like, you, if even, like, Star said, when you start dating somebody seriously or things start getting serious, whatever, you want to make sure that you know a lot of things about that person, especially if they're not telling you. And you want to, and it's important, I'm happy you brought that up. It's important to also know who you're marrying into. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about just the the significant other. I'm talking about the family. Like, a lot of people go into these situations, sometimes not even blindly. Like, you would meet the family and you see so many red flags, mm-hmm. but you're so stuck on, but I love him or I love her. Mm-hmm. So that's all that matters. But you don't realize how a family can ruin your relationship. I mean, look at this situation. Like she went in with, Oh, this is the man that I love. And that's all that matters. But you don't have no protection for your son. They stripping his title away. Like, you know what I mean? Like you got to leave the country. Like it's like Mm -hmm. so much stuff. And then you're in an environment where they don't care about your mental health. That's not a family that you would want to marry into. Oh, definitely. And I think that's important. A lot of people have this mindset of, Oh, well, it's just him, like, or it's just her. Like, I don't care about the family, what the family say. And it's like, the family plays a big role. Oh, definitely. And it could put a lot of strain in your relationship. Unless you want some Mary and, and Harry, um, Megan and Harry and you, like, fuck the family and you go about mm-hmm. your business. I mean, there are some people that do that. But don't think that the family don't pay a part in your relationship. Definitely. Because Harry could have been like, you know what? I'm not, I don't want to strip my titles. And they could have divorced. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, you don't know where your significant other... I mean, you got men out here that won't even stand up to their mother when the mother's disrespecting their fucking fiancé or wife or girlfriend. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I feel like that's a true test in time to see how your man or your wife... I mean, man. Your man mm-hmm. or your girlfriend, female, whatever, yeah. stands up for you when it comes to family. Definitely. Absolutely. Because that shit... Because people important. be in their family slide with a whole lot of shit and not checking them. Exactly. It's like, yo, you know, we talk about checking and, you know, our friends and letting them know not to disrespect us and blah, blah, blah. We so quick to do that to our friends, but we not quick to do that shit to our family members. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to balance out some way, somehow. But, I mean, as far as, like, I agree with you, too, in terms of, you know, her suffering mentally, um, that definitely, I was just like, damn, like, you got to be in a very, very dark place that you're pregnant and you're thinking about killing yourself. Exactly. And I'm sure there are, you know, young women who have done that because they've had no one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's really tough that you don't even think about your unborn's life to want to want to live. So mm-hmm. to me, that part, I was like, damn, that's sad. That's really, really sad. And then the Tyler Perry part, I was just like, I'm still like Tyler Perry. <laughs> but but the thing else, that I'm curious about is, because when she spoke about like how old the family welcomed her, I wonder if she, because she thought that she was biracial and she had like some white to her that mm-hmm. she would be, be accepted. accepted. And I think that's a hard reality that, Cause like I agree with you that there are some biracial kids that be going through it because you know 
they don't know who to identify with because mm-hmm. one side don't really fuck with them, the other side don't really fuck with them. But you do have those biracial kids that don't want to identify with either or. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm biracial, or they more so identify with the white side because of we all know how society is, white is better. But I don't know if she went into that thinking like, oh, well, I'm half white and they're white and mm-hmm. my husband's going to be white, so like I'm going to be accepted. But I feel like she got a real-life reality check that, girl, they don't see you. They don't see your whiteness. And they if don't she had done her time. research, too, she would have definitely been more aware that maybe she, you know, maybe she does know that racism exists, but maybe she thought that the family itself probably wasn't racist because of how in the beginning, because she did say, you know, prior to them getting married, you know, the family was very just like nice to her and just like, oh, whatever, yada, yada, yada. And then, you know, once she got married, that's when everything went downhill. And, you know, it's crazy. I don't know if I believe that. I feel like they probably had to give her some type of sign and she just ignored it. I'm sure she is. She probably gave it a pass. But, you know, I don't know her like that. And I really Because I feel like black people, sometimes we give white people passes sometimes for certain mm-hmm. shit that they say. And we'd be like, mm, we're not going to dress it, you know? And it, it don't even be like a big thing. It could be like the littlest thing. And we're yeah. like, all right, we'll let it pass. So it's like, I mean, that could have happened that they were so nice. And then once she got married, it was like it went downhill. But something in between that had mm-hmm. to happen for you to realize that. I mean, what? Even when she was talking about her sister-in-law... And, you know, the whole uh, her making her cry and the fact that you took the blame because in the in the media, they, it was reversed. They were yeah. making they were making her out to seem like this aggressive woman, American woman who's making, you know, Kate cry. And obviously the family didn't do shit about to, you know, say that's not true not even a no comment, because I remember that, first of all, the whole time that they were dating up until they got uh, engaged, every day, every day, it was some news article where they were just tearing into her. And then once they got married, it was just constant. And I'm like, yo, why y'all on her dick? Like, y'all are so annoying. And it's true, like, the British tabloid is worse than the American tabloid because they just do the most. And they was, I feel like they wasn't doing that to Kate. Like, I don't feel Kate like they got, was dragging her like that. Like, Kate how they was got dragging. dragged, but it wasn't the same as how Megan got dragged. Kate got dragged differently versus how she, um, Megan got dragged. So, it's, and then even Kate, it's like, first of all, like, if you're a good person or you have any ounce of, humanity in you you see that in the media they're twisting and saying all this shit why don't you either put out a public statement or through what they can't put out a public statement because everything's controlled by them go through you know the pr of the family to put out a statement and say this is not true we deny these rumors blah 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 it's that simple it's that fucking simple but obviously since they have no intention of taking the initiative to you know step in because after a while, when you see that the family's PR, whoever is not stepping in, don't you want to be a good person and say, you know, this is fucked up? Like, they're, because I'm, they all seen how they was dragging sis in the fucking media. Mm-hmm. Like, if we as Americans see that shit every fucking day, you mean to tell me you guys in, and I'm sure they have the inside. Oh, absolutely. To all this bullshit. Y'all, y'all can shut the shit down. Y'all can shut the presses down and do what you got to do. Like, enough. 
And they chose not to. Of course, because they didn't give a fuck. They, I mean, for Christ's sakes, they tore Princess Diana up all the time in the media. The family then wasn't fucking doing shit. You think 20 plus years later, they're going to say, okay, let's let's make a change. They didn't learn shit and they ain't going to change shit. They just trying to save face and do damage control now because they have been outed mm-hmm. and they have been, and it's hard now because it's not like they've been outed by, you know, like Megan left and Harry stayed. Your the prince, the former prince, your own is family on TV member, saying this <laughs> stuff. So it's of course you're gonna have to save face and really mm-hmm. do extensive damage control. Somebody from the inside is putting y'all out. But even the damage control they did was just really like uh, <laughs> the situation can may vary. Like that's so disrespectful. It but. is, but that's what a lot of the times when you have experiences of racism, prejudice, or discrimination. That's the microaggression that you have people who downplay your experience. And that's one of the phrases a lot of people, a lot of white people like to use. Oh, well, you know, the situation was different in in my head. Like, I didn't see it that way, which brings me into that whole Sharon Osbourne shit. Oh, God. Yes. She uh, she issued a. So if you care about her fucking apology, if you guys are not privy to um, what happened. So. You know, Pierce Morgan, first of all, Pierce Morgan, he's annoying as fuck. He is definitely a misogynist mm-hmm. and a sexist. Mm-hmm. And he and does, a cunt. Yes, and he does <laughs> say a lot of racially driven statements. He does. Mm-hmm. He really does. And, you know, he made some very disparaging comments. It's one thing for you to love the crown. I love the crown. Like, it's one thing for you to have the utmost appreciation and respect for your country's government. Well, not even the government, because technically speaking, in Britain, they don't, they don't have power. They don't have lawmaking power. So that, because I think a lot of people don't know that either. Like, the queen, has a, she can't do shit. Like, law, like, she can't make laws. She can't do shit. Literally, the monarchy is outdated and it's just there to be there mm-hmm. like literally so that's why you have like parliament parliament the prime minister these are the this is the actual government but do you think England. that she may have like some type of influence nah she ain't got no influence nope so yeah this i mean we i mean i don't live there so i don't know nah she ain't this ain't like uh this ain't the 1700s and the 1600s she ain't Nah. Well, not making laws, but I'm sure, like... No, the influence part? No. Because they're separate, so... But I get what you're saying, like, oh, can she... Mm. Because, I mean, she she has a name for herself, so I'm sure she probably knows some type of inside, or... I mean, I don't know, but I feel like more so when powerful people... Because you have people that's not even in the government, and they just are very powerful people, and maybe having some say in certain shit that goes on in the country sometimes. True. Look at fucking Bill Gates. He's not even, he's just a fucking billionaire. He's out here giving out fucking vaccines and putting like his input when it comes to like medical shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know if that's the same way in Britain, but I just feel like a lot of powerful people sometimes they just be having a little say in certain shit or just a, they could, you know, give their little two cents. Probably. I mean, I don't know. Um, But I know like in terms of like any kind of political power is like it's been like i wouldn't say stripped but she can't physically make rules no she can't that her the like the princess they can't 
they cannot the monarchy itself they do not have any political power in the essence of like for us like congress just like yeah. the president like yeah the president has certain powers but it's congress and you know the judicial system who that makes sense. actually turn the wheels and make moves and you know do have our lives hanging in the balance but anyway so so yeah so sharon osborne you know pierce morgan is her friend and she jumped to his aid and you know a lot of people's you know going in on her because it was like first of all he's said like a lot of racial shit he's a misogynist and he's always constantly attacking megan then they found old footage of when he said that him and megan went out and the where he dropped her off at was at this party and who happened to be at the party was Prince Harry and then he said he never heard from her again. Oh yeah, because she left with Prince Harry that night. Right. So <laughs> he so a lot of people were like when they found that old interview, they was like, Oh, that's why you are always going in on Megan because you're using your um misogynistic, hurt, bruised ego to comfort her just because as any woman, if they don't show any type of interest in you anymore or they don't feel like there's a connection, then now it's time to, like, degrade and disrespect them because they've moved on. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy because it's like, why are you always attacking her? So anyway, because he always be going in on Kim Kardashian, too, all the time and a few other people. And I'm like, what? Like, what is this to you? Like, aren't you a journalist? Like, you're not a gossip column- columnist. Like, what... What is your job? So, anywho, Sharon... You're very opinionated. Yeah, too too much. So, Sharon Osbourne is like, I stand with you. She was like, oh, you know, because I know him and he's he supports the crown. He has a lot of respect and da-da-da-da for the queen and all this bullshit. Like, we're living in fucking um, King Henry days or some shit and they're going to take you to the guillotine. So... On the talk, so what went viral was her on the talk and, you know, her co-hosts were asking her to, like, you know, elaborate because then they started accusing Sharon Osbourne of being racist. And she's like, I'm not a racist, blah, 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 blah. I don't believe Pierce Morgan is a racist. I know he's a passionate man, da, 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 da. So she started getting a flag because when she was talking to, um, what's her name? Cheryl? Cheryl Underwood? Or some, no, Cheryl, Cheryl, I know, I know who you're talking about because yeah. she's like a comedian. Yeah, so they were talking, and, you know, Sharon started, she, like, kind of cut her off, and she was just like, oh, don't you dare cry. I'm the one that should be crying. I'm not a racist. Like, I, the black community supports me. You know, going on a whole tangent and all this other stuff. And, you know, a lot of people were just like, first of all, you know, if the roles were reversed, and if it was, you know, Cheryl as a black woman doing that on TV, she would be painted as aggressive and all this, like, down the line. So... So she got a lot of flack for that, too, on top of her support. And they were trying to tell her, like, you know, the, where people are coming from is if you know somebody who is misogynistic, sexist, anti-feminist, racist, a bigot, the list goes on and on and on and on and on and on. And you support them. No, because she was always saying, like, tell me what he said. Tell me. And I've seen somebody say, like, something. There was a, a good point about that. It was like, you know, people are tired, especially the black community. We're tired of telling you, go fucking educate yourself. Like, we live in a day and age where you can literally go read books 
go read articles on the internet. If you want to hop on Wikipedia real quickly or Google Scholar, go look it up. Why does it always have to be a black person always having to have a teaching moment to educate you? You can educate your fucking self. And I agree because we're tired of explaining the same shit over and over and over again with the information readily out there. As easy as it was for it to be like, educate me, educate me. You could have went prior to that and looked all that shit up or did research to understand where certain people are coming from with the fact that if you support Pierce Morgan and the bullshit that he says, that means not only are you supporting his racist ideologies, but then you're supporting his misogynistic ways, his sexist views, and the list goes on and on and on. It's not about, oh, he's your friend and supporting your friend. It's about using your brain. Like, if your friend is saying derogatory things and shit that's not okay, you should be able to say, like, listen, I know that my friend said fucked up shit and I have addressed that with my friend, but I know this person as a human being and they are genuinely not like this. Like, this is how you can switch up the conversation and say instead of I stand with you, I support you. So, you know, she, and then, you know, her apology was that, you know, because she was being labeled a racist and stuff her emotions got the best of her and you know this is a teaching moment she apologizes blah 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 i was like girl don't you gotta go lick ozzy's balls or something like blah bitch but see the thing with some white people like if i have to tell you like you know you know what you said hmm. and you know how it comes off and I just feel like they just use that as a cop-out. Well, tell me, how is that mm-hmm. racist? It's like, you know it is. You know it is. I don't need to tell you that. And that's one thing, like, I'm not going to do. That I said to myself, I'm never going to sit here and educate a white person. I'm not doing that no more. I'm not. Because you, you should know better. You should know better. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that you don't want to know better. Exactly. You don't want to educate yourself. So continue to say what you want to say and be who you are. But I'm not going to sit here and educate you. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the remarks that this person is saying is racist and you shouldn't support. I'm not doing that anymore because y'all know better. Like, at this point, we need to start holding white people accountable. We should not be educating them no no more. We are going out and educating ourselves and learning our roots and where we come from and our history. They can go and educate themselves, too. That's all we fucking learn in high school is their fucking history. Hmm. So they can't go and educate themselves and know that certain things come off racist. I'm not doing hmm. that. Especially now, the 21st century, it's 2021, and folks are still still having to deal with this nonsense. It's crazy. Still having to talk about this nonstop. It's tiring and it's frustrating. It's like, come on already. Enough is enough. So that was that, or whatever the case may be, with um, the craziness with this whole Megan interview child i just i pray for like anybody who's in that type of situation where you know their mental health is really kicking in and they're thinking about killing themselves i really pray for you guys that you get that you have somebody that you could talk to or you can find somebody to talk to because stuff like that is really serious and you know oftentimes we don't take people serious when they come Mm -hmm. to us and they say things um i saw like a post um, it was like a Twitter post and some girl was saying, um, we need to stop normalizing black parents dis- dismissing their kids mm-hmm. when they saying that, you know, something's wrong with them mentally. And she put up like an example and it was like 
a child, mom, I think that something's wrong with me. Like, I think I need help. Like, I'm stressed. Mm-hmm. And it said, mother, child, ain't nothing wrong with you. Are you working a nine to five job? Are you mm-hmm. putting food on the table? Just go take a nap. And then it put child and it was like debating suicide or some shit like that. And it's, it's true. Like, for me personally, growing up, like, if I wasn't all the way mentally there, I remember telling my mom, like, oh, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I don't want to go. Like, I'm just not in it. And her literally saying, like, oh, well, what you what you stressed about? What you sad about? Like, I'm the one out here working to put food on the table. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm putting clothes on your back. Like, you a kid. You don't need to be stressed. Like, that that's not your problem. And it's like, um, I'm literally coming to you telling you, like, mm-hmm. hey, but that's all black parents. Like, especially in that generation, like mental health is not really a thing. Is March like, is it March mental um is it March as mental awareness month? I'm not sure. Hmm. But I know they have a, a month. Yeah, I thought it was March. Because I'm like, oh. It probably is, along with Women History Month. It probably is. Or maybe it's another month. I don't know. But yeah, and I say that to all parents. Like, if your kids come to you, be compassionate. Mm-hmm. Don't be dismissive. Because kids can... Go through it too. Especially if you're not with a child in school all day. You don't know what the fuck they're going through. Like Exactly. I mean, especially I think sometimes it's harder for certain parents who their middle school, junior high school, high school and college experiences wasn't, you know, they probably were well known or popular or they had like a good amount of friends. They didn't experience bullying or whatever mm-hmm. the case. Or, you know, at the time, if your parent was probably fighting all the time in school, it probably wasn't, you know, it wasn't phrased as, oh, you're being bullied. It was just phrased as, oh, that's a badass kid. And, you know, they hating on me or they jealous. You know, shit like that, where when it all boils down to it is, yeah, this person is bullying you to the point that now you have to defend yourself. They're picking on you. So, you know, their time of growing up, they probably didn't experience a lot of the stuff that now children after them are experiencing. So mm-hmm. there's also that disconnect with the older generation. I mean, there's many, but this is also one of them to add to it, unfortunately, mm-hmm. because they were in a time where they probably didn't deal or experience any of this, you know? And, mm-hmm. or if they did experience it, they probably just was like, whatever, they chugged it up and they probably don't know how to tell their own child how to deal with certain shit because they never dealt with it. They didn't know how to because their parents before them couldn't give them the solid advice or, you know, help that they probably needed to get through certain things. And mm-hmm. kids are fucking mean as fuck. They're cruel. Oh, tell me They about say it. some crazy ass shit. They do some crazy ass shit. Just like that little boy who went to um, uh, the sleepover with the white kids. Oh, and they invited him just to bully him? Yeah, to bully him and have him drinking urine and doing... And it's just like, come on. Like, is that even necessary? You know, and he was happy too. Like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, they're inviting me to sleepover. But just to do just to degrade you as a human being that's why i know we make jokes about like how our parents never used to let us spend a night at people's house but that's the reason why hmm. that is the reason why you can't trust every parent and these parents they either be they know they fucking kids are fucking bad 
Like some parents know they and and we're not talking about like bad kids who they talk back and they'll roll their eyes. We're talking about bad fucking kids who just have a mean bone in their body mm. and they're malicious. Like you know that your kid is like that. Like you, there's certain signs or certain things that a child will exhibit that lets you know that oh nah this my kid ain't normal bad my kid is bad bad because if your child you can't tell me if every day the school is calling you telling you that your child is picking on kids and starting drama and doing all this stuff like you you don't want to look into that like you don't want to check in on that and see what the fuck is going on it's just ah whatever kids being kids that's not kids being kids because i'll tell you this right now the day that i have kids and somebody does any kind of crazy shit or tries to do any shit, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, your kid is getting slapped. That's <laughs> one. My child is slapping you right after. And then I'm slapping your fucking mother. And then my husband, uh, the mama, and my husband will get the dad if he's there. Everybody getting it. That's one thing you're not going to do because these kids, they do go through a whole lot of shit. And no child should be sitting here thinking about wanting to kill themselves because of what's going on and it seems to be a lot of the times it's tied in with what's going on at school mm-hmm. with these fucking kids i agree i will beat everybody's fucking ass and i'll beat the teacher's ass and the principal's ass i don't give a fuck because we already know the department of ed they be just too lax with certain shit oh absolutely until it hits the fan then it's like oh no they don't do what the fuck they supposed to do and a lot of these teachers they're burnt the fuck out they mm-hmm. done given up and who got to pay for that these poor kids. I remember going back and forth with somebody because I remember saying, like, I would want to homeschool my kids because, one, I've been bullied in school before, so I know how that feels. Two, sometimes with the education system, some teachers just don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Three, this was around a time when I made this, this decision, this was around a time with all those fucking schools were being mm. shot up. And I said to myself... I don't know what I would do if I was a parent and that happened. I think I would burn that whole fucking school down. And whoever was shooting that school up, I think I would burn that motherfucker's house down too. Like, you know, so there was, those are the three aspects of why I was like, that's why I want to homeschool my kid. And somebody was just like, oh, but they're not going to have any social skills. And they, you shouldn't take that experience away from your child because you was able to have a prom. You was able to do this. You was able to do that. And I was like, yeah, I get that. But my kid is not going to just be home all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to put them in after-school programs where they can interact with kids. I'm going to take my kids to the park. They're going to interact with kids. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, you just homeschooled. That's that. Um, if they want a prom, they're going to have that prom experience. But at the end of the day, like, I cannot control what goes on in a school. And a lot of parents can't control that because once you send your kid out to school, you don't know what that kid is going through for those, what, sometimes they're in there for six, seven hours, you know? And like you said, sometimes with the education system, they don't be giving a fuck. They be too lax with certain shit that's going on. And it's like, oh, whatever. You just turn a blind eye. I don't got time to be fighting somebody's mother and kid. You know what I mean? So... That was my main reason for, like, I wouldn't homeschool my kid because I don't got time for my kid to be bullied because I know how that feels. I want my kid to have the best education. I'm not... Because there's times where kids, you could pay all that money to send them to school, and sometimes they don't even be fucking learning. hmm Like, I know we see that in shows, and it's like, oh, it shows, but it's, it's real life. Like, there's parents spending thousands of dollars for a good education, and sometimes those kids don't even give a fuck. Yeah. Or they're not getting the proper learning that they need. 
sometimes. So it's like, why am I going to be spending thousands of dollars for a, be- a good education? And my child is probably not going to get that good education. Good education. Yeah, because what they... They just learn basic shit. Yeah. It's not life skills. Mm-hmm. And I, the reason why I picked homeschool, because I'm like, at least my kid will learn their true history because I can get a teacher who could teach them that. And I would teach my kid that as well. I want them to learn how to survive financially because I didn't learn that in school. Like, I want my kid to learn everything that they need for life. Mm-hmm. And that's that. So, yeah, that person, I'm like, there's people that has been homeschooled and they have a beautiful social life. That does not affect them. Yeah, there's a stigma. It's unfortunate. There's a bad stigma with homeschooling. Because of the whole, like, oh, you know, your child is antisocial. And, but, you know, it's case by case. A lot of the times, maybe some people, they don't get that, you know, they still have to put their children in social environments. So mm-hmm. they are social. They just think, like, oh, you're homeschool and you're good. And if you have siblings, you got them. And if you got the neighbor's kids. But they need to be in activities and stuff as if they were going outside yeah. to school. So sometimes... There probably have been parents who maybe have dropped the ball on that and don't realize how important mm-hmm. that is as well, having social skills. Because yeah. social skills is not necessarily just having friends. You need social skills to somewhat survive in this life mm-hmm. because you're going to get a job. Exactly. You're going to have a career. You're going to meet people on a day-to-day basis. Like, you need to have some form of social skills so, you know, you can like you can adapt in the world. I agree. And sometimes sending your kids to school, sometimes they don't learn social skills in school. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of kids that go to school that are antisocial. Yes. So what's the difference of me homeschooling my kid? You know what I mean? Like that's something that I would teach my kid to be social, and I would make sure my kid is playing sports and mm-hmm. doing activities. But to tell me, oh, your kid's going to be antisocial? Okay, there's kids that go to school and still are antisocial exactly. and don't have friends and Ain't don't know how to socialize. Exactly. So I proved my point right there. But yeah, um, hmm. it's, it's a lot. And I, you know, for the people that be like, oh, well, you don't have kids, so you don't know. I don't think I need to have kids to know that this is the decision that I want to make. I mean, I mean, I've been a kid before. I know how it feels. And for the people who always have something to say to, you know, individuals who are not parents, how did you know what decisions you wanted to make for your child exactly. before you had a kid? You had to learn. There's no there's no book on how to raise a child. Yeah, you, you had learn to, from trial and error. Yeah, you had to say in your mind, okay, well, I want kids, and this is how I want to raise my kids, and this is the stuff that I want to do. So you didn't have a kid then, so mm-hmm. you were making those decisions before you had one. Like, exactly. some people don't even think that way. They're just like, oh, well, you don't have a... Yeah, duh. Obviously, once you become a parent, there's certain choices decisions Mm -hmm. and things advice that you necessarily aren't going to be reaching out to your non-parent friend yeah you're gonna go to another parent because you guys have that in common and you're going through it together so that makes sense but then there's other shit that's literally like basic common sense just regular degular shit that you don't need to have a seed to know like don't do this, don't do that. Or mm-hmm. let me switch how I, you know, my mom and dad did this and do it the opposite. Yeah. Like, I on. hate people like that, that just be on some, oh, well, you don't have kids, so you can't speak on that. Or you're not married, so you can't speak on that. Or you're not in a relationship, you can't speak on that. And it's like, um, don't tell me what I can and cannot speak on. If I'm looking at it, I'm using my brain and I'm saying like, that ain't right. I don't need to have a kid to speak on that. 
certain mm. relationships, a lot of y'all are in toxic relationships. I don't need to be in a relationship to tell you like, yo, that shit is toxic. Hmm. Like, I don't need to be married to say, uh, you don't need to be in that marriage. This person don't respect you. Like, I don't need to be married to tell you that you're being disrespected. So I hate when people do shit like that because, yes, I'm not in that situation, but I could tell you right from wrong. At the end of the day, there's a right and there's a wrong. Mm -hmm. And I don't need to be in a situation to tell you that that's wrong or that's right. Like you said, it's fucking common sense. Yep. But, you know, people, they just love throwing that out there. Oh, Oh, well, you're not in a relationship. You can't speak on that. You don't have kids. You can't speak on that. You know what I say to all of that? Fuck you. <laughs> because it's the same way, like, when we grow up and, you know, we you hear people say, oh, well, the way my parent raised me, like, I, I'm not going to raise mm-hmm. my kids that way. Are you saying it to that person? Exactly. Oh, well, you don't have kids. You can't speak on that. You don't know what your parents have. And it's like, yeah, I know the situations that the, the environment my parents lived in. But that don't mean I'm going to go raise my kid the same way just because I don't have kids. So I'm just going to follow mm-hmm. that cycle. No. I'm going to take certain things and certain things I'm not going to do. Exactly. That's the same way when I'm around people that's in toxic relationships. There's things I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Or Mm -hmm. I don't want a person like that. Like, I feel like with certain things, you speak on experience. Yes. You don't have to actually be in it to speak on it. That's why when somebody was like, oh, well, you're never in a relationship. So how would you know? Uh, I have, I know people that's in relationships. And from their relationships, there's certain shit that... Mm, I wouldn't tolerate anymore mm-hmm. at this com- at this age. I wouldn't tolerate or I wouldn't do. Or people that's married, that's certain shit that's like, mm, yeah, that wouldn't be my life. I'm not doing that. Like, I know my boundaries. I don't need to be in that situation to speak on it when I have experiences around me that I can speak on. That's a fact, child. Mm-mm-mm. Do you want to speak on what's going on with Haiti? Oh, ooh, child. So it was a lot. Like literally I was seeing everybody with the hashtag and I went to go read up on it and I was like, what the fuck? So it's funny because I was talking about it with my mom earlier when I was downtown. So basically, you know, Haiti's government has just been corrupt for a very, very long time. And I feel that every time, you know, there's an election and they think that, you know, they're actually getting a very good president it just turns out to be like the complete opposite. So for actually the, so basically what happened, one of the things that happened in this village, there was like a mission and the gang is supported by the political government and the gang murdered all the cops, all the cops. I think it was like a SWAT team. Oh my God. They killed them, burned their bodies, set their bodies on fire. Then my mom told me that, they were chopping up the people and they were eating the corpses. What? I ain't know about that. And y'all niggas better not be on some, oh, y'all niggas voodoo. Don't even, don't even, don't. African countries do voodoo too. Don't even. Hispanic people do voodoo don't too. Don't even, don't even, don't even. They need to get even. out of that narrative. Because I will people. personally fuck you up. So. I hate that narrative though. It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, oh, Haney, didn't like, shut up. So, uh, so that's that. Then, you know, there's also been for a very long time, it's been years actually, like kidnapping. So like, if, you know, you go visit Haiti, at first it started off with, you know, like if your neighbor's jealous of you or doesn't like you, whatever, and they Mm -hmm. know, like you come on and off to visit, 
they would like set you up and get you kidnapped and oh then they would God. ask for ransom and they're asking for exuberant amount of money like they're asking for a million dollars and shit like that because of course you know people that do not live in america they think if you come over here you're this hot shot and you're pulling in bank no that's another topic we gotta kill that yes. narrative too so they're <laughs> so they'll ask and if they don't get it they'll kill the person so there's been a lot of so now that has increased like the whole kidnappings has like just been over the top then you know them taking women raping them killing them burning their bodies like doing the most so when i was talking to my mom she was like that a lot of the people that's committing the crimes in haiti are not even citizens of haiti they're literally people who were deported from here and went over there and they're doing them as then she also said that there's other countries so like um, Haitian people like American Haitian people that was deported yeah, there yeah doing them oh, both over okay. there then she also said there's also non-Haitian people that if their country doesn't want to let them back in they dump them in Haiti because she was saying how uh, when she was there one time some Jamaican guy was there and he was just doing the most and just he was just doing the most and she was just like you don't even know the language like you like you are literally in a foreign country and and dr like a lot of that's what they do so they'll dump their ex-criminals who they don't want to let back into their own country and they'll dump them in haiti so a lot of those people are also committing crazy ass fucking crimes and not the actual haitian people so but why isn't the government putting a stop well, to them the dumping pro- these people that don't <laughs> well that's the problem so the president you know, a lot of people, they want him gone because he they're saying how he's in cahoots with doing a lot of corrupt things. Now, they've been saying this for a long time um, since he's been president that he's been doing like some really shady, corrupt shit. So but he, you know, denies it or whatever the case may be, which obviously they all will deny it. So that's so, you know, they've been protesting and they've been doing, you know, what they're doing. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad because literally the Haitian people, they made this trend on Twitter. Like that's, that's how everybody started. Like, obviously people who are Haitian, like we know like what's going on in our country. You know what I'm saying? Like we not be, we may not put it all the time on public platforms, but we know the turmoil that's been going on, but you know, enough is enough. And it just started trending on Twitter and, you know, celebrities, they started seeing like what was going on and, you know, they're letting their support and blah, blah, blah. And it's unfortunate because like Haiti is always going through some shit. It's always going through some fucked up shit. Like they can't ever have just a peaceful, just no drama, no bullshit. It's always something. And who else, the, the drama and the issues are always because of the government. The government is at the top. So the government is in cahoots with the gang that murdered those uh, co- the cops. And that gang is also going around Haiti committing criminal heinous acts as well. So, like, you know, the hashtag free Haiti is like, yo, free Haiti from that fucking bullshit president that they have. Sorry. No, you're fine. And um, give the people somebody who's actually going to fucking do something. But why kill the cops, though? Are they trying to wipe out the cops to put, like, new enforcement out or something? No, I think the cops were on a mission. Uh, I think what it was, the cops were on a mission that had to do with whatever criminal activity that that gang was doing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And they fucking murdered all of them and then did some crazy-ass shit to them. And that's the problem because they're saying, like, oh, these innocent people were killed and they're not going to get justice because these fucking gangs are 
supported by the government. It seems like nobody's government is fucking good at all. Like, every government is corrupt. Mm-hmm. But it's it's crazy. I mean, I always say social media can be a blessing sometimes mm-hmm. because, you know, if we didn't have social media, some of us would not know what's going on. Oh, yeah, because I don't know. I don't watch, like, the news here, so I don't know, yeah. like, if the news, ABC, Channel 7, would, I mean, ABC is Channel 7. NBC, whoever, you know, if they've spoken. About, I'm sure now they probably did because, yeah. you know, it became trending on Twitter. But I feel like only world news would probably cover that, yeah. you know? But there's a lot of people that don't really watch the news like that. Mm-hmm. So they all they have is social media to kind of find out what's going on in these yeah. other countries. So I'm happy that we have social media for that aspect, that we could start fucking out in these governments and shit that's mm-hmm. going on to these people. Girl, it's a fucking mess. Oh, God, my arm. I pray for Haiti, though, because I feel like y'all always going through it. Always, girl. And it's crazy. And you can't even visit because if you visit, you don't know, like, if you really don't know if you're safe or not because you really don't know if some asshole is going to try and put a hit out on you. Yeah, that's sad. I mean, that's why they always say, like, when you go to those Caribbean islands, like, if you're going to not stay on a resort to go with, like, family, mm-hmm. like, if you know somebody there that you trust, because, yeah, yeah they be wildin'. Go, it's literally always with family, always with family. I have never, ever, ever gone to Haiti just by myself. Yeah. What? My mother will be looking at me like... Excuse me? <laughs> but that's why it's good. And I wouldn't know how to navigate it because it's like, I wouldn't know how to navigate. It's weird because it's like you go to different countries and you know how to navigate and, you know, go around. Like, it's so different with Haiti. Like, you really cannot walk the streets at night and just like, oh, like, you really can't do certain shit like that. And then if you don't know the neighborhoods like that either, you know, and Asian people are not stupid. They will know if you're American. Oh, I think that's any country. They, they can like, spot your ass out. Because your Creole is going to sound different. Then to them, it's going to seem... They're going to be like, mm, the way you dress, the way you look. So mm-hmm. they're going to just, you know, uh, single you out. And hopefully they're not malicious people. But it's really not a place... I mean, yeah, there's resorts and stuff. But there's so much more beauty to Haiti. I mean, there's a lot of fucked up shit going on, but like the rest, and a lot of it is more so in the capital that all of this is going on, but outside the capital, like it's completely different. It's a a different world. But that's why it's important that when you go visit these countries, you do your research Mm. and know what's going on. A lot of people go to these countries like naive and some of them get caught up and get snatched up or killed. And, you know, we've seen stories like that all the time, but it's good to do your research. I mean, even when you, what's that? It's a, it's a, the government website. Is it like state.gov? Something like that where you can look up to see if oh, you need yes. the vaccines and yes. stuff like that. They'll tell you, like, if you look at crimes, they'll tell you, like, yeah, what's going will. on, mm-hmm. the latest stuff. So that's important to look at. Don't Definitely. just look at the beautiful pictures and think like, oh, yeah, I'll be this fine. Yeah. I mean, y'all ain't gonna go to Jamaica and just be walking around Kingston. Exactly. And my mom, she says this all the time. She was like, a lot of countries do not fuck with Americans. Mm -hmm. So you have to keep that in mind. And she was like, you know, yeah, you black, but you still have to keep in mind that you're American and a lot of countries do not fuck with you. So she was like, that's something you need to be mindful when you're traveling to these other countries. And it's true. And they don't know that, and a lot of them too, don't get the same news as to, oh, you know, police killing us and mm-hmm. the struggles we face as black people in America. A lot of times they do not get 
that end of, um, you know, they don't get that those news stories. Exactly. So they just think that niggas is living like Family Matters and the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> <laughs> when it's uh, not even Completely like that. Completely different. That's like, why, like, when you spoke about how, you know, these Caribbean countries think that because you're from America, you have so much money. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we got to kill that narrative because... A lot of us in America is fucking struggling, okay? OD struggling. Living check to check, have mad expenses, bills. Yeah, when we come to these other countries, because the dollar is not as much as the American dollar, of course we look like we splurging. Mm -hmm. But the minute we go get on that flight and come back home, it's not like that, I'm telling you. That's... But I don't know where they getting... Is it because... But is it because it's like America is the place to go for... Yeah, that whole narrative. America, the beautiful. America, the great. All the opportunities. The opportunities are endless. I'm not going to say that America doesn't have opportunity. It really does. But there's other countries, too, that have opportunity. But for some reason, America is just like at the top of the go-to. And then don't tell nobody either if you're from New York. Because if you say you're from New York, then they really looking at you like... Oh, New York, you got money, New York, money. the Mecca, New York, you know, because if you tell them like, oh, yeah, I'm from Wisconsin, they're like, Wisconsin, where's that? <laughs> or are you from L.A.? Yeah, if you say Cali, New York, Florida, Boston, Chicago, and they know Texas. Yeah. But when it comes to like the states that you know are like the metropolis like, oh, this, the, the main ones, New York, Cali, D.C., like, shit like that, Chicago. Then it's like, oh, okay. Well, wherever y'all getting this news from, I need y'all to also look up how niggas is living in fucking New mm. York and these places, okay? A lot of them got roommates. Y'all better go watch Boys in the Hood. Uh-huh. A lot of them <laughs> in debt. So don't don't think because uh huh <laughs> don't think people out here in New York just because even people that live in America be complaining about exactly. how they don't have enough. So I need that narrative to be killed, shot, never come back. Y'all need y'all need to stop. Seriously, y'all need to stop because it's, it's getting out of hand. <laughs> it's getting out of hand. I'm triggered, y'all. I have flashbacks of Jamaica. I was looking at that nigga like, excuse me? Yo, I'm done. How you know? Why you pocket watcher? How know? You, how you know how much money I got? That's why I had to give him a little quick lesson in that little small-ass kitchen. Yo, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> like, nigga, yeah, I'm splurging here, but when I go they back home... They really do. I got to pay rent. I got shit I got to pay. I'm in debt. Like, don't, don't sit here and think that I'm fucking... Life is great. Yeah. It's peaches and cream. I'm just escaping for this week. That's all. Exactly. I had to <laughs> save up. This was in a, oh, uh, let me book this right now. They be doing the most. But I be ready to curse out any motherfucker that be trying to come on some, oh, you American, you got money. Don't worry. I got all. What money? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Because <laughs> the fucking government takes half of my fucking checks. Yeah, so... so what fucking money? And I don't even get most of my fucking taxes back. And I can't even pick and choose where I want my money to go. Exactly. It's crazy. It's crazy. I feel like the only people who actually get, who don't get taxes, people who are not citizens yet. Because there's no taxes coming out of their shit. It's crazy. I was telling, I was having this conversation with somebody and I was like, yo, it's crazy how they take so much taxes out of my check and I can't even get food stamps, my nigga. Hmm. Like, 
I can't get nothing that my taxes go to, which is crazy to me. Like, you're taking a lot of money out, and then you're telling me I make too much. No, nigga, I don't make too much because you're taking all of it. Exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, people that's capable of working is benefiting off of my taxes, and I can't. That is the country we live in. Hmm. I'm getting money taken out of my check, and I still got to pay a copay just to go get see a doctor. Mm. Just to even talk to a doctor if it's not a physical or annual physical. So what is what, with the money you taking out of my check every every two weeks, what is that going to? If I still have to come out of pocket. Then there. Exactly. And this is the country we live in. This is the America the Great. Oh, opportunities. Oh, the best country in the world. No. Maybe for a white person it is. I don't know. Probably. I don't I'm not in white skin, so I can't really speak on that. But for a black person like me, hmm. There's some opportunities, but I wouldn't it ain't know. Easy. Yeah, it really ain't easy. It's not. It's not. Shout out to my mother who used to tell me every morning before school, you got to work twice as hard, girl. Not only are you a black person, but you're a black woman. You at the bottom. I ain't understand it then. I understand it now. Shout hmm. out to Dolores. <laughs> you know she's going to be mad. I'm like, oh, you shouting me out on the she podcast? She is, because she always want me to shout her out on Facebook. I'm like, girl, I don't, I'm not... I'm not on Facebook. I don't be on there. Oh, it's my birthday. going to give me a shout out? No. I'm not on Facebook. Oh, hilarious. I text you and I called you. That should be enough. Why do you care if people see I wrote you and did a whole nice little speech saying happy birthday? Child. Oh, gotta love her. Gotta love her. She had a mess. I gotta call her, though. She's been so busy with the tax office oh, that yeah. I haven't heard from her. Yeah, I know she probably drowning. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I saw she needs to have her own... Um, business mm-hmm. with accounting she should start being a personal accountant for companies and shit get that money girl freelance money that money where the money reside where the money reside yo you haven't sung that in a minute oh yeah because i'm over it now oh well you got the <laughs> mic now i'm surprised you wasn't singing it with the mic oh yeah i didn't even think about to sing it with the mic because i was just like oh whatever mm. i mean you had anything else you wanted to that we need to talk about. Oh, versus is the twentieth Raekwon oh, yeah. and Ghostface. That's coming I out. I was like, oh shit! I'm here for it. Right. Oh, that was the thing I wanted to talk about. So you know how Jay Z sold um, what title? Yeah, but he has like a seat at the board or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, little Mister Tyreek from Power <laughs> was calling him a sellout and all this other stuff, and. I'll say this. But he's not a sellout because literally all the people that own title with him are getting shares. Mm-hmm. And was it 20 million or something like that from the buyout and some other shit? So and he still has a seat at the table. Now, yeah, he's not going to be making the executive. De- he, I mean, he will be making executive decisions, but it won't just be him. It'll be like other people involved. I don't understand. Like, I really am so tired. You still got a seat at the table, guys. I'm still <laughs> like, tired of the Jay-Z slander. Like, I don't know what it is that folks always got. Just like niggas when they be slandering Drake. Like, or slandering LeBron. Like, I'm tired of hearing that shit. Like, y'all always got. And it's not a whole bunch of people. But it was doing the, the same thing to Swiss and Tim, too, with yeah, the trailer. Oh, yeah. It's like... What is wrong with you people? Like, what is literally wrong with 
you people. But isn't that what people do? Like, even white people do that. Don't they have companies and they sell it? Yes, because that's how you make more money. That's why I'm confused. (laughs) And I don't see y'all calling Jeff Bezos a fucking sellout because he's about to be giving up Amazon to become, to go on the board. So y'all calling him a sellout? But I thought, wasn't that what you want is to be on the board? Like, isn't that... I think most people do. I don't know if everyone wants to be, but most people go on the board because then you'll have shares in a company. But my thing is, like, y'all always got something to say about what Jay-Z's fucking doing. Jay-Z does so much for the community. Mm -hmm. First of all, y'all so quick to be talking about title. I really literally saw... I didn't see a lot of people um, talking about this about him link, uh, linking up with Spotify, Netflix, and some other companies so that they can start helping the black community invest stock. Was Square part of it? Because I know he's yeah, not working Square, with yeah. Jack Dorsey and stuff. Well, Jack Dorsey is Twitter. That's yeah, but he, he's, he owns um, Square, too. Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, okay, so yeah, so... Um, Cause that's, I think he was the one who he sold the Yeah, title he's the one that for. bought title. So... Which makes sense because we've been seeing, I know I've been seeing Dumb mad together. pictures a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was just always wondering. I'm like, yo. But see, I didn't know that he owned Square, though. I thought he just owned Twitter. Mm-hmm. But Square, well, I think, has like a bunch of shit. So yeah. that makes sense. Like subsidiaries. My mm-hmm. thing is like these people, like y'all really think that the goal is to make money. The goal is, the goal is to build financial wealth, literacy, mm-hmm. and pass it on down. Then figure out how you're going to put it back into the community and all that stuff. So if you think that Swiss and Tim, they want to take verses, they still going to have a form of control in it. It's not them completely giving it up. Like a lot of y'all don't understand. And that's the problem. Y'all niggas get on these fucking apps and you think then you become motherfucking (laughs) the wolf of Wall Street in your head. Not the wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, you become the wolf of Wall Street in your head and you fucking think you know everything about the stock market, buying and selling companies, and anything that has to do with financial wealth. No, that's why financial literacy is so important. Like, you need to understand how these companies function, mm-hmm. how they make money, what drives them to make money, and how they make more money. You think fucking, what's his name? The one that, uh, that famous guy who got all the stock shit. Warren Buffett? Yes. You think Warren Buffett was just like, that nigga be buying and selling, buying and selling mm-hmm. all the fucking time. But I mean, companies is, is the same thing when you think about like art. Like mm-hmm. you have a company, you build it, and then over time it's going to be worth more, more than when you first started out. Exactly. I mean, that is why a lot of people have companies and they sell it. It's not them being a sellout or, oh, why would you do this? You built it. Yeah, and I'm going to get twice to three times more money mm-hmm. that I that I'm getting from when I first started exactly. that shit. And, and then who, you can start a new business and do the same thing. That's how you grow. And who's going to pass up on making more money? Exactly. You li- So whatever his... Michael Rainey Jr., I think is his real name, a.k.a. Tariq. So my thing is, if somebody, if you have your own company and somebody comes to you and they tell you they're going to buy your company for a billion dollars, you're going to pass it up because you don't want to be a fucking sellout? Why and they you- give you shares and you're going to see at the exactly. table? You're not even thinking about how you can invest that billions into building more financial wealth and pushing it back into the community because now you got even more money that you can help rebuild your exactly. community. Y'all don't be thinking. Y'all really don't be thinking. Go read fucking mm-hmm. books, yo. Seriously. And that's why like, Jay-Z is, is a fucking billionaire. And that's why he be <laughs> Exactly. That is the reason why he's a billionaire. That's exactly why. He said in his song, 
what, what the art was, and he's two years flipping, later sold it oh. yes and he already had the mentality of a hustler because that's how he started mm-hmm. he was in the streets he knew how to hustle he knew how to flip come on man this is a man who they weren't giving him Damon Biggs opportunity and they created their own fucking opportunity and built their own record label exactly you think that man was just gonna be staying stuck and complacent with just being an artist and not doing anything else like, come on now. Yeah. Like, y'all don't be... Some of y'all do not think, and it shows. Mm-hmm. Like, it really shows. Like, when I be seeing stupid-ass shit, and I see all the people that be liking it, the niggas that be commenting, and I'm just, I am just be shaking my head. I'm like, yo, y'all really don't think past certain shit. Y'all mm-hmm. really stop at a certain point, and that's all it is for y'all. Like, you do not see the bigger picture at exactly. all. Exactly. And even if... You put yourself in these people's shoes, you would not be saying this shit right now. Exactly. White people do it all the time, y'all. All the time. They ben sell their doing business. it all the time. All the time. Ben, like, what, what's new about that? What is new about that? That's how you make... I mean, for God, Christ sakes, Kylie fucking sold her fucking cosmetics mm-hmm. line. Kim did the same shit. That is what you do. You build an empire. Yes. And you make Volume more go money up. off of it. Yes. Exactly. Child, I, that's why I was like, I'm so confused at where are you going with this because he literally has a seat at the table. Everybody has shares, and he could take that money and still put it in the black community. So, and I'm sure he's still gonna have some type of say in title. Mm-hmm. So, what is the big deal? And then that's the thing too. When he created title, it wasn't just him. All the artists that was in title, they were all co-owners. Exactly. So it wasn't just yeah, Jay Z bought title, but every artist that was associated with them were co-owners mm-hmm. of title. Like, this is how much this man was looking out for his peers, for his fucking fellow artists that he was like, yo, you're going to be an owner. 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 Like, this is residual income that you're making without having to do shit. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all don't be thinking. Y'all really don't be thinking. Leave Jay-Z alone because Jay-Z's doing amazing things out here. He's been doing amazing things out here. Y'all just mad because he literally be giving y'all the fucking recipe and you don't know how to do it because you're fucking dumb. I mean, you're the dumb, last album dumb. pretty much was Jay-Z's telling y'all. has been telling us since reasonable motherfucking doubt. That's true. All y'all, literally, all, none of y'all, y'all don't, y'all don't got it. Y'all don't got it. That's why you always will say certain shit. And that's why some of them are always going to stay stuck. Yes. And not reach that status that he's on because y'all don't think. And stay there because at the end of the day, I wouldn't want a nigga like you being in charge of a huge company and this is your mentality. I wouldn't want you having to see at certain tables that's going to dictate my money. Yeah. That's going to have a say-so in my money. So if I'm spending money with this company, God knows what where it's going and what you're doing with it. Like, your mentality is fucked. They just don't I get can't. it. Some of y'all they niggas in the black community, it. y'all literally gotta go. Like y'all literally gotta be sent to another fucking galaxy. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of you, you people, because y'all just be saying some dumbass fucking shit. Believe every dumbass shit you see. It kills me. And this is not even coming from a place like, oh, because I do research or I do. The, but that's the point of life. Is evolution it's growing mm-hmm. we're not just talking about like how can you grow financially if you don't learn how to grow financially how are you mm-hmm. going to learn how to grow financially you have to go do the research to learn how to grow financially exactly 
If you want to open up a business, you got to do the research. If you want to get a fucking LLC, a trademark, you got to do the research. You got to understand what's in front of you. It's the same thing with real estate, too. Like, you could buy something for this low price and fix it up, and you could sell it for way more. Yeah. I mean, come on. That, this all real the niggas that watch HGTV, business, like, come on, where y'all at? Exactly. It's it, all in that same family of you just, you buy it, the value goes up, you build it up, boom, sell it for more. That's what you do. So that's how I, I can't. But this is why some people are going to be stuck and they ain't never going to reach that status because... They're not educating themselves to know how business work, how At to make all. that money. Sad. Sad case. But maybe one day he'll learn. Who knows? And I hope anybody in them comments dragged his ass and educated him, educated him because he needed that. He needs to be educated. Because I was confused. I'm like, wait, what? Hopefully, Sell out. <laughs> hopefully somebody, hopefully Jay-Z could <laughs> reach out and have a conversation with him and let him know like, yo... My brother, like, this is how you do ABC. I admire Jay-Z for a lot of shit that he's done because this man literally be giving us the recipe. Like, he tells us. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not a Jay-Z fan and you don't listen to his shit, just him, like, in his interviews when he's, you know, talking about certain shit. Like, if you sit there and you listen, because obviously he had to learn. He had to learn his way Look, where would Jay-Z... You talking about Jay-Z's a sellout. This this is how Jay-Z would be a sellout if that nigga was still fucking drinking Cristal. Yeah. <laughs> with niggas who's racist. And what did he do? Nigga said, deuces, got his own shit, and, and, and where's his shit now? What what happened with that company? All y'all... Well, not the ones who was posting it, but what... Well, yeah, everybody who was reposting it. What happened with that? Hmm. Tripled, tripled his worth selling selling that shit. Triple his shit. Whatever yep. the fuck happened with um, Ace of Spades. But if he was still supporting Chris Style, and y'all found out that he was the company owners are racist and don't want black people drinking their shit, he yes, then he would have been a fucking sellout. But the mm-hmm. nigga said, "Oh, y'all don't want to fuck with me. Y'all don't want to fuck with us. Like we bringing more money to the table, and y'all racist against us. All right, cool." I'm sh- I would love to know now what Cristal is thinking, the owners. I would I love to see now, in hindsight, how they sitting there like, oh, we fucked up. But I feel like a lot of companies be doing that. I don't see Cristal in the liquor store no me more. Me either. They see, still sell that shit? And this is why I be saying the black dollar is very powerful hmm. because we've seen it time and time again. Like, these companies... They say shit, and we fucking boycott them, and it, that should be hitting their fucking pocket. Because at the end of the day, the black community be spending that money. Yes, we do. Why you think you have these Asians coming into the community to make beauty supply stores and sell hair? Because they know that we gonna spend that $400, $500 on a fucking weave, wig, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So they be knowing. They be knowing. The yep. black dollar is powerful, you guys. Especially with women, because we mm-hmm. spend so much money. We spend more than men, if you think about it. We do. With Didn't beauty they do a shit. study on that? Mm-hmm. We, we, we put like a billion dollars into the beauty industry. Yeah. The black dollar. Think about that billion dollars into small-owned businesses instead mm-hmm. of these big-time businesses. You can't even get your fucking skin complexion right with a foundation. Which is another thing. Now you have all these... After Rihanna came out with all those mm-hmm. different complexions for different shades, now you have all these companies 
that's like, oh shit, look how much money she made on 15 mm-hmm. just off a foundation. Look how crazy people went. Let's go make more colors. Y'all should have been me make, make, uh, making more colors. Yeah. But y'all wasn't thinking about the black community. And look how much money y'all probably getting more because now you have black people buying it because you have more shades available. Hmm. The black dollar is powerful, and they be knowing that shit. They be knowing yep. that shit. That's why they always be trying to cater to us. They sit at that table and discuss this shit. Mm-hmm. That's the shit that y'all niggas ain't fucking thinking about. Michael Rainey Jr. <laughs> the way you said his name. He a sellout, but you on a TV show created by a black woman. Mm. Which is owned by white people. If, I mean, the network that they on oh stars right yeah it's owned by a white person so are you a sellout hmm, hmm. would you call Word, her a sellout because it's not on the own or it's not tyler perry yeah so are you a sellout is she a sellout because she's giving a show to a white network niggas be so quick to be throwing certain shit around certain throwing certain words learn what a real fucking sellout is exactly. oh shit well we probably could talk about it next time stacy dash Trying to come back into the black community? Child, you, you're <laughs> not invited. The black she community... She where she at. Exactly. We don't care about your apologies, sis. Stay with the white conservatives. It's so funny because I seen Shaka Bars... Because my cousin had sent it to... Before... I seen it first with Shaka Bars. Mm-hmm. And then my cousin ended up sending it to me. And Shaka Bars was like, we good. You can stay where you at. Now, Kanye, that's a different story. He could come... <laughs> Yeah, because Kanye, Kanye, Kanye is a different story. Yeah, yeah, different story. So I was laughing at that. His mental comes in. Yeah, yeah so you know, but I ain't nothing like, mentally wrong Dash, with her. You now you're sorry. I'm gonna. It's it always boils down to why are you sorry? Mm. What happened? Maybe she experienced some shit that maybe <sighs> made her realize like, oh shit, I ain't one of them. Yeah, when she all that shit she went through with that ex husband of hers. Mm. Hmm. Because he's white, right? Hmm. So Yo. who knows? Maybe she's not realizing, like, oh, wow, I didn't think I was transracial. I'm I'm really sick of y'all coons. I ain't going to lie. I'm really sick of y'all because y'all. <laughs> Daisy Dash could stay where she at. Please do yeah. not come think the, the black community excommunicated your ass. Bye, girl. A long time Dion, ago. Dion, you're dead. You're done. <laughs> you see a next caller. Next caller. Next caller. <laughs> Yeah, we good off you, sis. We real... We Stay where you at, girl. Heavy Stay on that. You. Stay with the Republicans and the conservatives. Deuces. Ignorant ass. She Ooh. a clown. I cannot. <laughs> but yeah, that... Yeah, I don't have anything for... Me yeah. either. That was all that I had, yeah. honestly. All right. Look at us. We. I think I feel like we talked about some real serious stuff today. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Maybe we have like a fun episode one day. Who knows? Yeah. Jump roll. That's a jump roll. <laughs> Child, I'm upset, yo. The fucking supermarket didn't have shrimp. So now I'm like, fuck, what am I going to cook? I think I'm just order out tonight. Oh. Uh, yeah, whatever. I got to go season and make some shit. Yeah, so you put some salmon and stuff. Look yeah, at you. Know. What you about to cook? <laughs> just salmon and veggies. Well, that's the end of this episode, y'all. Thank y'all so much for watching, supporting. We see y'all. We love y'all. Thank you. And until next time. Until next time. Yo, imagine if the shit cut off and it's...